This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. We hope you enjoy today's offering for Poem a Day, unarchived from the public domain and presented by the Academy of American Poets. One Year Ago, Jots What? by Emily Dickinson. One year ago, Jots What? God, spell the word. I can't. Wast grace? Not that. Wast glory? That will do. Spell slower. Glory. Such anniversary shall be. Sometimes, not often, in eternity. When farther parted than the common woe. Look. Feed upon each other's faces. So. And doubtful meal, if it be possible. Their banquet's true. I tasted, careless, then. I did not know the wine came once a world. Did you? Oh, had you told me so, this thirst would blister easier now. You said it hurt you most. Mine was an acorn's breast, and could not know how fondness grew in shaggier vest. Perhaps... I couldn't, but had you looked in, a giant, eye to eye with you, had been. No acorn, then. So, twelve months ago, we breathed, then dropped the air, which bore it best. Was this the patientest, because it was a child, you know, and could not value air? If to be elder mean most pain, I'm old enough today, I'm certain, then. As old as thee, how soon? One birthday more, or ten? Let me choose. Ah, sir, none. About this poem. One year ago, Jots What was first published in Bolts of Melody, New Poems of Emily Dickinson. In The Art of Emily Dickinson's Early Poetry, David T. Porter, Professor Emeritus of English at the University of Massachusetts Amherst, writes, In the poem One Year Ago, Jots What, the speaker is trying to recapture, through the imagination, and to define an earlier time when parting from a lover was comparable to the pain of death. In a manner similar to John Dunn's and Robert Browning's, the abruptness of the rhythm, the use of colloquial language, the implication that a listener is present, Emily Dickinson establishes a vivid sense of presence and of personality. Faithful to the experience of hearing a person speak out of great emotion, the poet here implies that the emotional pressure defies any sort of auditory or rhythmical regularity. In the final stanza, true to the emotional intensity, the end sounds shift nervously, repel, affect an exact rhyme once, then ten, and terminate in the sound none, for which there has been no precise auditory preparation, and for the meaning of which, indeed, 
there has been only a subtly indicative tendency in the speaker's increasing insight into her condition. Poem A Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org give.